So we're dialing Mark Eddie now. If he doesn't pick up, I'm sure that I'll find a way to fill the time. If he does, there's his ring. It's one ringy dingy. That's from uh, Laughing from the 60s. That's. Hi, this is Mark. Mark, Tony Visick, how are you? Hey, Tony, how are you, man? I am fantastic. <laughs> I am uh, calling you from uh, the village of Oak Creek, which is right below uh, Sedona, Arizona, from the Blue Moon yeah. Cafe, because I'm on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And you, you, you have now landed in Phoenix? I just landed, and I'm waiting in line at the uh, rental car place. I didn't realize they had such a long line here. I'm waiting for my number to be called. Well, buddy, when your number's up, your number's up. Um, yeah. You know, it's, right. it's interesting because my wife and I actually flew into Burbank last week and had to rent a car in oh, Burbank. Yeah. Now I know that you live in Southern California now. Yeah, I just live about 15 minutes from Burbank, yeah, 20 and minutes. Have you ever had to rent a car from Burbank? Yeah, I've done it. They actually yeah, put the rental car barn, they put the rental car barn about a mile away from the airport and you have to walk to it. Oh, they must have changed uh, the, uh, the system there. They used to have the rental cars right next to that end terminal. No. And it was pretty efficient back in it the was. day, but I don't know what it's like now. That was so cool. You're right. Mm-hmm. It used to be you could fly to Burbank, and you just walked out of that tiny airport and just walked a few feet. Yeah. Now, now the rental, yeah. when, you, when you pull into Burbank now, when you, when you get out, look across and to your right, you'll see like a large uh, corrugated metal two-story yeah. building. Yeah, the big garage. Yeah. That's yeah. where you got to yeah. go. And this is how oh, we uh, waste valuable time talking to one of the funniest people in America. Well, you know what, man? This is life. This is what we're doing. It's it's all part of life. This is what this is what we we comedians do, right? We, yes. we we subscribe to the philosophy that what doesn't kill us only makes us funnier. I like that. What doesn't kill us only makes us funnier. Let's give a little background. First off, you are um, you're coming into town, and uh, we're appreciated because you have uh, you. Um, you, you've toured for years. I want to talk for a moment about where I first met you, but tonight... Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. You reminded me we met in Indianapolis way back when, dude. At Crackers. Crackers. What, what a name, right? Cracker. Cracker. That's, the, what's the, can you think of some of the... the uh, and, you know, you guys open comedy clubs, and God love them. I owned a comedy club named Jokers in Oklahoma City once. Yeah. It was already called that when I bought it. But people come up yeah. with these names, Chuckle Hut... The Funny Farm, <laughs> Crackers, <laughs> you know. Oh, my God. I was there's ha- always uh, the ever-popular I Don't Get It in Arkansas. I Don't uh, Get It. I like, yeah. That, <laughs> <laughs> I, no. I met you uh, uh, I met you at Crackers in Indianapolis in the late 90s. I was uh, headlining the club, and uh, they came up to me and said, there's a guy coming through who's uh, very funny, and uh, he would like to do a guest set. He's doing a, a, a big college show in town. And I said, sure. Yeah. Now, I was a little reluctant because as a headliner, you don't want a lot of people going in front of you. And, but you came in, <laughs> nicest guy I ever met. You went up, you killed. Aww. You killed. And the, the thing was, instead of, and I didn't get nervous going, oh, wow, you actually elevated the show so that people were in such a good mood. When I hit the uh, stage, Aww. it made it easier. And I think that's what you do with your show, man. Aww. Not only are people laughing, that's but they're in a good so mood. Nice. Yeah, well, you know, it, it's true. It's true. My show, I've always, um, 
I don't know, conscious or not, I just have always, uh, uh, I, I've always kind of just, just seen my show, I view my show as a feel-good show. It's just the kind of show that, that I, I like it to feel, you know, uplifting. I like people to leave uplifted and uh, smiling from ear to ear and singing and, uh, uh, you know, they'll have some goofy tunes. They'll never hear uh, their favorite rock songs the same way again after after one of my shows. But I, I really, I do. I truly, truly enjoy it. it, it it's just it's just pure pure love on my part. I just love what I do and I love making people laugh and I love singing and playing my guitar and well, let's let, having fun. Let's talk know? about that for a moment. <clears throat> uh, most comedy shows, and and uh, and it's cool. Most comedy shows are done by uh, monologists, or as it was explained to me, because I grew up in a small country town, monologists. But uh, monologists, one guy or one girl, uh, one man or one woman, standing there talking and, and weaving uh, stories and jokes and making people laugh. But you do something a little fun and different. So why don't you let people know what they're going to be in store for? when they come to the Tempe Center for the Arts tonight. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I'm a, I'm a musician first. Yes. Really, you know, uh, people are like, oh, you're a comedian who just plays the guitar. I go, no, I'm a musician who just happens to be funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, I like to look at it that way because what I know is music, and that's what I talk about. And I toured with rock bands for, for years. I was very fortunate. I toured with Jackson Brown, Melissa Etheridge, uh, Toad the Wet Sprockets, Spyro well, Gyra, a bunch oh, of hold on, hold on. Back we, we do want to mention. 90s. We do want to mention something. Uh, we, uh, my wife's favorite, my favorite band is uh, um, Glenn Miller. That's all. No, my favorite band is the Grateful Dead. My wife's favorite band is Dave Matthews. That's one of the reasons we get along. It's just diff- <laughs> different, different jam bands. And uh, we went yeah. and saw. We we uh, last year we saw both the Dead and Dave Matthews, and she. Uh, uh, was just jumping with joy last night when she goes, this guy has toured with, uh, played with Dave Matthews. Is that true? <laughs> uh, no, I never toured with Dave, although I did do the impression of Dave for Dave. Gotcha. And uh, I, I was performing, uh, I did a radio interview uh, backstage and the Dave Matthews band was back there and they were um, part of the broadcast as well and they were being interviewed and stuff like that and uh, somebody goes, hey, this guy does uh, an impression of Dave, and the next thing you know, Dave walked over. And he's like, do it, do it. Oh, he goes, wow. do me. I go, what? <laughs> <laughs> do me. <laughs> I'm sure that's most girls' dream is to have uh, Dave Matthews in front of them saying, do me. But uh, no, it was it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of years ago. It was down in Florida at the Mars, I don't know, it was the Mars Outdoor Amphitheater, something like that. He strikes me as a very cool guy. You can't make that kind of music and not be a cool guy. Would that be correct? I would, I would, I would say precisely that. Yeah, he is totally chill, totally laid back. He's just like a regular dude. He's really nice, man. Super nice. Not a diva at all. I found him to be just warm and extremely approachable. Very well, nice guy. So you did the impression of Dave Matthews for Dave Matthews. Now, some people don't like that. Some people go, that's not me. But you pulled it off. Did he dig the impression? He dug it. Yeah, he was cracking up. He was like, oh, my God. He goes, he's got it. He's got it. <laughs> I don't know if he was being genuine or just, or just, uh, uh, just being uh, gracious. But, but either way, I'll take it. He, he, he didn't punch me. So that's, that's a good thing. 
cool things you do, get to do when you're in showbiz. Not only be backstage with Dave Matthews, but do an impression of Dave Matthews. And so you do impressions of our favorite music and almost, uh, uh, and I'm going to say from what I remember, almost in a, in a drop dead pitch perfect way and combine it with comedy. Yeah. And uh, that's what makes your show, I think, so fun and so yeah. unique. Yeah. People are like, uh, they see the guitar and they go, oh, do you play the guitar in your act? I go, that's all I do is play the guitar in my act. I, I start, I walk on stage with the guitar. I play it from the very first, uh, you know, the, the very first thing that comes out of my mouth is guitar riffs and, uh, and, and, and songs. And it just goes through the whole, the whole hour is just packed with music and fun impressions, parodies, original songs. Uh, musical observations. They talk about guitar riffs and things like that. So it's a lot of fun. I think I think it's it's fun for the whole family too. Everybody can really get something from it, young well, and old, both. I, you know, let I've me had old people come up to me after the show and go, "Oh my god, that's great!" Now I know who the Red Hot Chili Peppers are. And I have young people go, "Oh my god, that was great!" Now I know who Neil Diamond is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would also like to yeah. mention uh, uh, tonight is. Uh, uh, and you know, it, it's it's a kind of a new definition of what clean comedy is. Clean comedy, one time meant could only be done in was kind of comedy that was done at, at uh, private church functions, but uh, it's yeah. also it's become a genre in and of itself. And it's comedy that yeah. adults can get, adults relate to. It's not that it's it's saccharine, but at the same time, it's just uh, I'm going to talk about these things instead of those things. Where some comics, and, yeah. and I'm not putting it down because I have friends who do it, and I've done it in the past. We go. I'm only going to talk about those yep. things. I'm only going to talk about sex, drugs, and rock and roll. And uh, uh, right. where right. with people that are working with the new genre of clean comedy, go. I'm going to talk about everything and make it funny, but those things. Although in your case, they're still rock yeah. and roll. <clears throat> yeah. Oh, it's it's all rock and roll, and, and you know it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be vulgar, or you know, really, you don't. You know, you can you can really have a lot of fun and still get across. The rock and roll, or, or or the sex, drugs, rock and roll, if you will, but but just done in a tasteful way and, and fun and something that everybody can really enjoy, you know. Well, listen, man, we know you're. Um, I go ahead. I've had priests. I've had priests at my shows. I've had porn stars at my shows. So. Sometimes both in the guise <laughs> of the same enjoy. person. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes one in the same. No. <laughs> Well, you know, Saint no, I really did. I had Jenna, Jenna Jameson came up to me after the show um, at Tempe Improv. Ironically, Tempe Improv. This is about nineteen or nineteen. It was about two thousand three or so ish, and she had such a good time. She was with a whole group of her friends, and they invited me out to play. I had no idea who she was. Mm -hmm. I just said, "Oh, that's very nice." And then the next night, the doorman goes, "So, did you go out with those guys?" I go, "No." He goes, "You know who that was, don't you?" I go, "No, I have no idea who that was. Who was it?" <laughs> he told me, "Jenna Jameson." I go, "Oh my gosh, you're kidding me!" And I heard the next week, uh, Car uh, Cardinal Mahoney asked you to come out and party. So, um, yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I know you're staying in line. I uh, at the rental car agency. Yeah, and I'm about to be called. They're about to call my number right. here. I'm 83, and they're on 81 right now. So. All right. Well, we're going to give all the particulars about your show then when we uh, when we let you go. But thank you so much for taking time out of your day. We look forward to seeing you tonight at the Tempe Center for the Arts. Mark Eddy. I am really looking forward to it, too. Great see you. Great. I didn't see you, but great hearing you over the phone. And uh, <laughs> uh, great, it's going to be great seeing you tonight at the Tempe Center for the Arts. Take care, my friend. All right, Tony. Take care, brother. Bye.
Man, you know what? It's true, by the way. Uh, first off, if you want to see Mark Eddy tonight, uh, and you should want to see Mark Eddy tonight, also uh, on that show, it's uh, John Gregory, who, uh, and today is John Gregory's birthday. It's not April Fool's. For, for, it's not an April Fool's prank that it's John Gregory's birthday. Uh, special guest, John Gregory, probably the Valley's funniest comic. Uh, tonight, uh, you'll be able to see... Uh, You'll be able to see uh, 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 both men at the Tempe Center for the Arts, which is at 700 West Rio Salado Parkway. Uh, tickets are available by going to 480-350-2822. That's 480-350-2822. Or going to ComedySchoolsRadio.com. We do have a link set up there. It'll take you directly to the ticket buying page. Or ComedySchools.com. So uh, that's a couple of ways that you'll be able to see uh, that show. So... Um, Right now we've got a, uh, we're gonna at nine thirty. We're gonna call uh, Bill Dawes, uh, who is at the Scottsdale Laugh Factory. But if you want to help Jonathan Gregory celebrate his birthday, and if you uh, are sitting here tonight going, I don't know whether I want to listen to music, or whether I want to listen to comedy, or which one I want to do, you could do both, both, ladies and gentlemen, by going to the Tempe Center for the Arts uh, and checking out uh, this incredibly funny guy. A lot of people ask me if we're turning the place into a music venue. Because last week, we had uh, Flathead and Funny, where we had, uh, uh, we had Steve Merrick, very funny local comic. We had Bob Rocky, uh, who's a great guy and a funny comic, and myself, opening for Honey Girl, which is a, a very cool, very cool band featuring on lead guitar Scott Johnson from Jim Blossoms and Flathead, legendary, controversial, alt-country punk band. So uh, we had that, and this week we have Mark Eddy. But no, we're not abandoning our comedy roots. We just, uh, we like all forms of entertainment, and we like to entertain people. That's why we do radio in the morning and stand-up at night. We're going to take a brief five-minute break. When we come back, we're going to be talking to, are we going to take a brief break? The uh, producer just gave me a look like, whoa. Uh, we're going to take a brief, <laughs> we're going to take a brief five-minute break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking to Bill Dawes from, uh, the Scottsdale Laugh Factory. Okay. All right. We'll be right 